Welcome to the Nightmare Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Thursday on our week of friends and family. This week is a little bit different because it is Christmas week, you know, and I felt like it's a week you should spend with the people important in your life, your loved ones, your friends, um, even as people you don't see a whole lot. There's still people that, you know, are ride or die and you would do anything for them. And we've looked back at some episodes with some of my like best friends that I see every day. Um, somebody who I've only hung out with one time, but still keep in constant contact with and talk to. And um, I guess it's kind of the equivalent of like your gamer friends and things. And it's all sorts of things. And today is no different. Um, the reason I wanted to focus on friends and family is they're the people that are there for you, you know. And even in dark times, you know, when things are going rough, they're the ones that you can turn to to depend on and help you through. And today's show, we're going to look at my friend Drew. He came out when we had our cooking week. And the reason we had our cooking week was Anthony Bourdain had just uh, killed himself. And I wanted to take something that was really sad and heartbreaking and try and keep his Anthony Bourdain's legacy of fun and good times going, you know, so talk about cooking and everything. And Drew came out. Drew's, I've known him forever, and I get into it a little bit in the show. He's an awesome chef and a really great guy. And um, I know the holidays are a really hard time for a lot of people. The it's It's no secret or anything. Suicide rates go up this time of year. And everything, and at the end of the show, um, I mentioned the suicide talk line uh, hotline. So, if you or anyone you know, you know, is struggling or needs help, or just you know, just need somebody to talk to, reach out. If you feel like you can't talk to friends and family, give that number a shout, and they'll be there and help you. And you know, because no matter what you think, there is somebody out there that loves you. You do have friends and family. Uh, may not be blood, but they're out there. So. Yeah, let's try and get back on the happy place, and let's talk to Drew. Welcome to the Nightmare Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Friday. We're going to talk about what you want to talk about. All week we've been celebrating the life of Anthony Bourdain by looking at cooking and food and everything, and it's been a whole lot of fun. Um, trying to you know turn the sadness of losing him into something upbeat and happy, and um, to continue that, we actually have a very special guest on the show today. My good friend Drew. Um, we used to call him Smiley, so that's how we're turning things you know happy and upbeat. Drew is a local uh, chef. Well, he's been everywhere, but he's settled down here close to us. Um, he's phenomenal. He's amazing. I would probably be in better shape if I didn't know him, but his food is delicious. Uh, he came in and sat down with us and just kind of went over food and cooking and some of his favorite things and crazy things and even throws in a few helpful hints for you. So here we go. Here is Chef Drew. All right, we're here with our good friend, Drew. Drew, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great, Lance, man. How are you doing today? Doing great. Um, we've been talking cooking all week, and that's when I first started deciding, you know, hey, I'm going to talk about cooking, I your name immediately popped up because, um, as we're about to learn, you're, you're 
pretty handy with the, the food and things. Yeah, yeah, you, you could say that about me. I uh, have a number of years, uh, let me think about this real quick. I think it's over 16 years uh, in the food service industry. Uh, and I would say most of which have been spent uh, working professionally as a chef in the industry uh, and just learning a lot, school of hard knocks and all that fun stuff. So uh, that being said, you know, what triggered, you know, all those years ago to be like, hey, I, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm supposed to do. I love doing this. This is where I'm going. You know, I, I think the best way to answer that question was me spending a lot of time figuring out what I didn't want to do. Um, you know, and I, and I think that journey is different for everyone. Uh, but, you know, for me, example, right out of high school, I, I took some time off. Um, you know, it was really like the medical field and, and uh, spent some time doing some paramedic training um, and just kind of learned at 19 that... You know, that really wasn't something I wanted to do with the rest of my life. Um, and then from there, you know, I kind of spent some time in the office uh, doing odd jobs here and there. And uh, really didn't like that so much either. Just got bored pretty quickly. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of ADD, like to be out in the field and, uh, you know, doing something with my hands. And, you know, it was just at a point in my life where I needed to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. Uh, and at that point, I had two hobbies. It was video games uh, and cooking. Um, and so kind of pursued, you know, both options and found out, you know, that cooking school was something that was really exciting to me. I'd spent some time, you know, working in the industry prior to the decision and uh, talked to my dad about it and took the plunge and went to culinary school. And, and now here I am. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and I can, I can safely say you were very good at it. You have uh, <laughs> had some awesome stuff uh, that I'm going to tell a little story. So we went on a a bachelor party for one of our, our good friends. Those of you that listen to the show, y'all remember Wiggy. Uh, for his bachelor party, we went to a cabin in the woods. Um, and not like the scary stabby type. Well, I guess it could have been. But it could have been. I uh, I remember I brought a brisket and Drew here opened up the, count, the cabinet in this cabin. Found like five random sauces or spices that were probably there from the 70s. And threw together something. And we ate brisket all weekend and it was delicious. <laughs> Well, it's amazing what, you know, some uh, some stinky old spices and a little bit of old ground-up coffee can do for a brisket. Yeah, it was, it was really good. Um, you know, kind of now, you know, you've done the culinary school and you've been a chef. Tell the, the folks at home kind of what it is you do now because you kind of really do everything, but specific everything also at all at the same time yeah i've really scored you know for me what i consider my dream job um you know i've been very fortunate uh but i'm the food fanatic chef for u.s foods uh here in lubbock texas uh and really what that means because that's typically the the follow-up question when i tell people uh is uh you know i i am the one that kind of helps uh generate a food culture uh within our sales team uh and then also uh with the customers that i get to work with and so it's just kind of a, it's a great fun job. And, you know, it really what it boils down to is, uh, you know, I'm an in-house consultant for our sales team. Uh, we supply groceries to restaurants, hotels, um, uh, food chains, you know, you name it. Uh, we supply it kind of thing for them from the front door to the back door. Uh, and then I work as a consultant for them and also our sales teams. Um, and, and so it's a lot of fun. You know, it, it varies day to day. Some days I'm uh, in a restaurant talking to an owner about how to solve X, Y, and Z, uh, in other days, I'm uh, in my test kitchen uh, with some restaurant owners, and we're hashing out new menu ideas or showing off some new products. So, talking about in the test kitchen and new ideas, what's the craziest thing 
you've cooked either either just because it's crazy or crazy difficult you know either either one um you know i i love throwing spins on food um and so recently you know i was working with a local place uh cast iron grill for those of you that are based out of the lubbock area uh great great folks to work with um but we were kind of tossing around idea of of tacos um you know and they wanted to do a taco on their new food truck but they didn't want it to be something that like was a traditional street taco. Uh, they wanted it to be different. So I thought about, you know, what if we took traditional like dishes that cast iron would have, like maybe pork chops and applesauce or something along those lines uh, and work those flavors into uh, a, t- a taco. And so I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, took some shredded pork, uh, made a, uh, a, a sauce out of apple butter and, and demi-glaze, uh, and then filled it with some french fries uh, and topped it off with a little bit of coleslaw because you need some roughage in there uh, and kind of threw it all into a taco. So it was just a lot of fun, a different spin on a taco for them that really represented their brand. That sounds delicious. I, uh, I had to track them down sometime and, and try that out. Now, but on the, the weird side of things, I, I know you have a big event coming up where you're going to cook a whole pig. And that's uh, a new one for you, right? Yeah, uh, it's it's something that I've never been presented with. Uh, it's a challenge I welcome. I mean, because who, who wouldn't want to go for something like that? Um, there's so many different styles and takes and ways and uh, techniques to, to approach it. Um, so I'm re- really looking forward to uh, to st- raise, r- rising up to the occasion, oh, I yeah. guess you could say. It's uh, it's for my birthday, in <laughs> case y'all were wondering. For my birthday, we're going to cook a whole pig. And I'm, I'm excited about it. Like, we just spent the last... 30 minutes watching videos on how to do it and our general kind of we've kind of come to the conclusion that we could do it better yeah. <laughs> than a lot of them yeah stay tuned we'll we'll let you know how it turns yeah. out if there's no more bo- podcasts after my birthday it's because we did something wrong yeah and, horribly wrong yeah okay. uh but I, i'm excited about it now although you know we talk about the these crazy things these cool things um a lot of people don't cook you know and i I enjoy cooking. I'm no, I mean, I'm totally just a, I like to cook type person. Uh, and a lot of people don't, you know, what, what is your view on that? I imagine that's kind of a, a catch point too, because you want people to go to your restaurants that you work with, but where do you put the value in cooking at home? You know, I, I think it's something that, you know, I just always go back to as a kid, you know, I always valued those times at the dinner table you know, mom or dad had kind of cooked up something great and we're just kind of sitting there talking about our day, you know, and that always happened over a meal. So like, I think it's hugely important, especially in a family setting, um, that, you know, you have those times where you are preparing a meal, um, you know, and, and, and also like passing on knowledge, you know, and I think that was huge. Like my mom and my grandma, both, uh, a lot of time in the kitchen with them, just cause I was curious, uh, you know, and a lot of like passing on knowledge and, those are like times that are just so sealed in my memory that like I won't easily forget uh, and that I really cherish. Um, and so I think it's something very valuable, you know, for people to cook at home um, with their families. And not only that, like uh, it also gives folks a real opportunity to control what they're cooking and what they're eating uh, as opposed to, you know, getting something from, you know, a quick restaurant, which isn't bad. Uh, you know, we all have those days, but but, you know, I think it's great to have opportunities to try something new uh, or maybe try a vegetable that you haven't heard or tried about or had yet. Uh, so so I think those are great opportunities to kind of experiment a little bit and have some fun with the family. Yeah. Now, I mean, I've always told, like, single people, 
you need to learn how to cook um, not only just for sustaining yourself but if you can cook for someone like on a date or something it usually works out yeah, pretty well for you yeah I agree I, I feel like everyone needs to have that one dish that seals the deal uh, on that third or maybe fourth date you know what I'm saying but but I feel like everyone needs that one go-to dish that date night dish uh, that that I mean it may be the only thing that you can cook but make sure it's just over the top amazing what what's your what's your seal the deal dish? Uh, mine is a take on pork chop and applesauce, and I know I go back to that, but I'm a good old Southern boy here. Uh, but what I do is I take a mustard and molasses glazed pork chop, uh, let that sear and slow cook in the oven, uh, and then uh, I take a, 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 a Southwest applesauce. So I cook down some apples, some green chilies, a little bit of cilantro, and some tomatillo, uh, and kind of let it nestle in that that sauce a little bit. And then I finish things out with a nice, like, uh, corn uh, polenta pudding. I mean, I, I, my clothes are coming off right now. That's, <laughs> that definitely works. Uh, for, for people who are, you know, hesitant to cook, or even people who cook all the time, uh, do you have any, like, easy-to-do little life hacks? Like, hey, if you just change this one thing, it'll make your pork chops a hundred times better every time. Or, you know, little things people can do that without... I know it's intimidating. Like, you know, you, you see somebody cooking um, on TV or something, and they have that whole Iron Chef kitchen and a million spices and all these tools, and not everybody has that. So what are some, you know, little things you can do to become that, that next level? Yeah, you know, one of the things I always suggest to people, uh, you know, is time management. Uh, and, and really, like, I, I talk a lot about, you know, think about dinner, you know, think about some of the things that may take the longest to cook or, or get ready, you know, and so some cases that might be like your starches, so like a rice or, you know, mashed potatoes or a baked potato, you know, and I always tell folks, you know, think about what takes the longest, you know, start that thing first, you know, and get it going, get it working, uh, and then kind of move on to the second thing, you know, and that might be your meat, uh, so whether it's like a steak or a piece of chicken or something along those lines, you know, start getting that going, you know, sear it in the pan or finishing it in the oven, however that needs to happen, you know, and then kind of save some of your, your vegetables towards the end. So, you know, things like green beans or, or spinach or things that just don't take very long to cook, um, you know, save those shorter cook times for the end. And that kind of helps you manage your time so that everything, you know, comes out about the same time for you, you know, that way you're not eating your dinner progressively, you know, having a pork chop and then, you know, 30 minutes later getting your potatoes and then, oh yeah, the veggies, I got to eat those too, right? Yeah. Uh, so time management's important. Um, and then just some simple tools, like I, I'm a big fan of a meat thermometer, uh, preferably the digital kind. Uh, really takes the guesswork out of, uh, you know, cooking your chicken, your steak, your pork. It uh, really lets you know, you know, that that is at the right temperature, that way it's not going to be dried out uh, or it's going to come out raw. Nice. Well, with steaks, you know, you can you can get a little little underdone. Yeah, nothing wrong with a little black and blue on a good steak. How how do you like your steaks? Uh, I'm a medium rare guy. Okay, I that's kind of where I, I t float to because if somebody else is cooking it, I can go a little medium. I can go a little rare. Just give some some leeway to it, which which is really nice. Uh, what's your favorite like guilty food? Like like you know a McDonald's cheeseburger or, <laughs> or something like that. Oh man. Uh, I'm probably going to get you a little hell for this, but uh, I love Chicken Express. <laughs> Sweet tea, tenders, the biscuit, the whole nine. The little, do they still have the little uh, mac and cheese bites or whatever? They do, but my, my ultimate favorite is the corn nuggets. Yes, the corn nuggets. <laughs> 
There's nothing wrong with some corn nuggets. Those are are delicious. I mean, like you said, we're in the South. We have to fry everything. Yeah, if it's been a rough day, I'm probably having Chicken Express at some point. Nice. Man, I haven't been to Chicken E in a long time. But they're they're delicious. Uh, Well, Drew, thank you so much for, for being on the show and dropping some knowledge on us and giving us some cool recipes and and life tips uh before you go i one one final question for you and that is if you can only cook one meat so it'd be a turkey chicken beef or ham one cut of if it's if it's beef or ham like one cut what would you what would be like your forever food straight on desert island they airdrop in is it a you know, ribeye every day, or is it hamburger? Or you know, that's a great question. And you know, I think I'm gonna have to go with um, you know a double bone-in pork chop. Nice. I, I should have seen the pork chop coming. Yeah, I, I love pork. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, uh, thank you so so very much again for being on the show. Um, if you like what you hear, go out and eat. Go out and buy stuff. Um, do you, Do you have any kind of? I mean, you have your private your personal social media but where's a is there a good place where people can go on for re, you know if not necessarily you but like resources for things absolutely um you can definitely check us out uh for, at usfoods.com uh great resources there for anyone whether you're in the restaurant industry or not a lot of great links to some great ideas uh, y'all can also follow me on instagram at, at chef drew latham uh and then also facebook at drew latham so feel free to check those out too i'm always posting some good eats yeah be prepared to be hungry because he posts he gets to travel around and eat all these cool places and make all these cool things, and they're always delicious. And then I look at, like, my grilled cheese. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's not as good. Well, awesome. Well, that's that's it for us today. Um, for the millionth time, again, thank you. Thank you so much for being on. And, uh, yeah, we look to having you back in the future. Awesome, Lance. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Lance. So that interview was a lot of fun, and um, I guess the pigs out of the bag. We're doing a whole pig for my birthday here in a few weeks. We'll probably be posting a few pictures on the Facebook. I mean, my personal Facebook for sure. But we'll try and do some Night Nerd related stuff. See if we can't get everybody down here. It'll be good times. Um, I do want to give another very big thank you to Drew for coming over and talking about stuff. It's a lot of fun. Um, He will definitely be back for sure. Let us know what do you like to cook? What's your favorite dish? What's that dish you have that works every time you can let us know in the comments here below uh, or on facebook uh, we're also on twitter instagram youtube just look for the night nerd we're out there we'd love to hear from you and talk to you you can also email us nightnerd at the nightnerd.com that goes straight to my phone so it's yeah i'd love to talk to you uh, especially about food so that's that's gonna do it for us this week um thank you all for listening again like we've been saying you know if Suicide is, is, and depression is a very real struggle. If somebody like Anthony Bourdain can succumb to it, you know, any, anyone can. If you're feeling alone or have doubts or anything, please, please reach out to somebody. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. Um, reach out, friends, family, reach out to us. You know, we'll, we'll, anything we can do to help, we will gladly do it. That's, that's what we're here for. And um, that's what we want, you know, for all of you. So please be good to each other. Be good to yourselves. I'm Lance, and we'll see you next week.